<laughs> All right, we're doing it. gonna get fucking weird welcome to another episode of actually pretty typical yeah uh and this is episode nine of the show that we're doing thanks for listening still yeah if you're still still there hanging in there eric i know you're there (laughs) so just reach out if you're ever you know lonely and need to chat uh you know where to find us on twitter Mm mm-hmm um, at ABT the podcast. ABT, yeah, ABT the podcast. Uh, we'll we'll log in and post at one point. <laughs> yeah, it'll be good. <laughs> one day. One day. One of these days. Oh, Actually, treat. by the time this is up, we will have posted. Don't a get lot. spoiled. All okay. Right? Yeah. You know, like take the posts as they come. Slow your fucking roll. All right. Mm-hmm. We're not monkeys. Okay. If you like some posts, then maybe we'll post some more. Yeah. You know, there's some good stuff in there. There's good stuff. There's plenty of stuff. I'm sure some by now. Gifts. I'm sure by now we posted like yeah a gif, uh, maybe like a Terry Crews pick or two. Yeah. And I'll work on the Terry Crews pick. Uh, yeah, if you want to do that, just like Photoshop <laughs> him in to anything. Um, okay. Cool. Let's get to it. We've introed. So, uh, so yeah. So this episode is called Rebecca, mm-hmm. um, and the crux of it is V's uh, mom had a friend mm-hmm. who disappeared, and then all of a sudden, this friend shows up again. Still a twelve-year-old girl. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fee's mom was told when they when they met, uh, and basically this girl is ageless because mm-hmm. of genes. Who knows? Uh, she's an immortal or something. So this girl shows up. It's is super weird. The, even the mom kind of suspects something. Yeah. And then it's like slowly revealed, even though it's pretty obvious that the girl is is not the daughter of the friend that she knew growing up, but is actually the same person. Yes, they introduce. And her then the it ends very sadly. Yeah, this one so. <laughs> this one got pretty pretty dark. I know. <laughs> it got real dark. Okay, so uh, I was excited that the mom was involved in this episode, Molly, yeah. but I I almost like don't want her to be involved anymore because I want to shield her from the weirdness. He, it just made me so sad because it was so personal. It is a little weird. Like, how do you come back from this? Is that is it like you've yeah. already exposed Molly to a weird in her life? Yeah. One of the weirds in her life, and Although then she never really gets an answer. She never gets an answer, just just heartbreak. Mm. Mm. Okay, so... Mm. Um, yeah, so this girl, you kind of see in the beginning, like, all these, like, artifacts. <laughs> yeah. And Fee has just done her little, like, history channel introduction Intr- about what if we could live forever. Yeah, can we talk about just the trend that we're seeing yeah. with these history channel ones where it's just constantly just like, let's gloss over some old Latin American mythology, some old you're Egyptian never, mythology. You're never gonna get it. I'm never gonna... Ancient Greeks said. Yeah, it's always that. Like Sometimes Native Americans will pop up. I think in this one they did. It's just weird and slightly, like, borderline offensive. Mm-hmm. Just like, these people believe These this. are the five things we know and we're gonna keep using the same ones. Right, it's like Greece, Egypt, and Native Americans. And they all get, like, mixed up. Yeah, all like, the there time. was a reference to being burned at the stake, 
And I'm like, yeah. hmm, which time period was that? Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Because yeah. I know that they use that for hair, like, like heretics in like the church. Right. So and is then, that what she's referring to? Where they're just like, yeah, in Egypt, in Egypt, they burn people at the stake. Or, it's, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, it's they, never this quite This is clear. the kind of show where they just. Anything goes. Whatever. History. Yeah. You get it. History. We were weird, weren't we? She's <laughs> old. Yeah. She's old. She's old as fuck. Um, um, and even in the artifacts in her house are kind of like all over the place. I Yeah. I didn't notice the artifacts so much. I noticed like just like how she handled herself. Can we just... Actually, one thing I want to know. Yeah. That, that actress mm-hmm. is really fucking good. Yeah. For she so was young. good. She was really good. And it turns out she's an Animorphs. Get the fuck out. She was Cassie and Animorphs. The Animorphs show. Yeah, exactly. Guys, just, just go confirmed. watch Animorphs. Yeah. You want to see something dark? Yeah. Fuck this episode. So go listen to our uh, Animorphs fan cast <laughs> <laughs> coming up in the next episode. Welcome to Fanamorphs. Yeah. Fan- <laughs> <laughs> Fanamorphs. Uh, Noted. That's going in the phone. Great. <laughs> Try to get down. Uh, uh, all I remember about Animorphs, um, besides the fact that my boyfriend is weirdly into it, is that that one guy gets turned, he turns into a hawk and Tobias. He never comes back. Tobias turns into a hawk and he's forever a hawk. And that scarred me so badly. Yeah. I was like, I can't watch the show. It's too, it, you I watched like, the show. You didn't read the, me. you didn't read the books. I think I did read a couple of the books, but the show is what really like scared the show. The show, the show had a lot of like actors that went on to do other things. Uh, but, uh, the Nadia, what's the name of the actress? Her name is Nadia Le Nascimento. She, um, who did, what did she turn into? She was Cassie who turned into, well, was they could turn the in, they can turn into any. Oh, thing, I thought they had like go-tos. That they I would thought do Cassie turned into a bear. Maybe that was the other girl. Oh, okay. The thing about Animorphs you gotta know, fans, mm-hmm. is. Other Phantomorphs. Yeah, other Phantomorphs out there. Welcome to our podcast, the podcast, Phantomorphs. <laughs> Boom. Uh, cue theme music. Fran, thank you. Um. Narf. Is that, uh, no, I'm sorry, Narf. Uh, is that, um, th- it ended fucking crazily weird. Like, the, the author just decided to go apeshit and teach uh-huh. kids about death and war, and, oh, like, no. half of the main characters die, they all Seriously? hate each other and are okay. bitter at the end, and then it ends on a cliffhanger where, like, they all hate each other, mm-hmm. and they get invaded again, and then they're just sad and angry, and then it just ended. Like... Yeah, it Just was like weird. like the Sopranos. I learned about this because <laughs> I didn't finish the series myself. I went on a date with an Animorph super fan oh that God. did not go very well. Your first mistake. Yeah, she was... Um, I, I can tell you firsthand. <laughs> yeah, I think the first... <laughs> when I told her, well, I only read the first four, that's when things started to go downhill. That's like what you say about Harry Potter, not Animorphs. <laughs> <laughs> but I read all the Harry Potter. Um, thanks for listening to Phantomorphs. Yeah, thanks for listening to Phantomorphs. that segment. <laughs> good have a Narf. Thanks uh, so Narf much for being here. Do the wrap-up, the yeah. theme song? Great. Yeah. Um, okay, so she's a great actress in Animorphs. Um, yeah, sorry. That, yeah, that was a tangent. Can I tell you something else? And this is, might turn into another segment. This episode had so many vibes of um, this one episode from Buffy called Inca Mummy Girl. Okay. Let's go to Buffy fan cast. <laughs> Buff fans. Buff fans. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so how, how much Buffy have you seen? Zero. Okay, great. So there's an episode <laughs> in season two where they're on a field trip, of okay. course, in this history museum, and this one kid that you know, it's like there's sometimes in Buffy, especially in the early seasons, there's definitely red shirts. This kid is a fucking red shirt. <laughs> you know, he's just like touching shit, and they're like, hey, stop touching stuff in the museum. And he's like, um, oh, fuck face. Yeah. And so then he gets really close to this mummy, and they're telling this sad story about how she was 16 and she was sacrificed, whatever. And he gets too close to it, and she sucks the life out of him, and they, like, trade places. Is this the one where the mummy goes to a party, and there's, like, a concert, and the mummy, she has to fight the mummy, like, after the concert, or something like that? Kind of. I've seen... So the girl, like, is, 
like she comes out of it. She's still kind of a mummy, so she's just yeah. like a few more souls to get like super hot. Mm, get those good souls. You know how it yeah, is. Yeah. <laughs> and then she falls in love with the main dude character, Xander. And then Natural. she has to like suck souls on the side. Is and his then, name Xander? Yeah, short for Alexander. Oh my god, you need to watch Buffy. That's okay. <laughs> That's anyway, like Buffy one on one. Anyway, um, there's also a guy who's kind of like chasing her down, who's like trying to keep her in prison. Okay. Because she's so dangerous. Yeah. And then she, at the end, she kind of decides she can't kill Xander. Because she loves him too much? she loves him too much. Oh, that's, that's really so sweet. But yeah. there's something off about her the whole time. Like, she carries herself in a way that's very, like, out of time. Okay. And so I kind so of was like, getting similar vibes to this chick. Just like, they, it would have never like, worked me- out. Immediately, you're like, mm, something's off about this girl. She yeah. seems, like, a little too, I don't know, like... Worldly, or wise. Not, yeah, wise. a little wise. She holds herself in a weird way. She's kind of, like, mysterious for no reason. Yeah, and, like, Fee... She zones in on and it pretty she quickly. she says stuff that's like, she's walking around, kind of looking around, she's like, oh, you're just how I imagined you. Yeah. And it's like, what the, f- who says that? Yeah, exactly. It's oh, fucking weird. it's you. Yes. I collected so I got, all of that. <laughs> I got a lot of, like, income loving girl vibes from this bitch. I... <laughs> so I was like, is she going to be a mummy? Because I'm going to be mad. If but she, she wasn't. It was something different. So I was happy. Oh, okay. So she wasn't a mummy. She just... She happened to live forever. Yeah. What, for no reason. What deal did her parents make I know, with the right? devil? Like, or... did they have parents? Were they the first generation to live forever? It I just, have so many questions. It opens up a whole host of possibilities. But, yeah, I just find it strange that, like, she wanders in. Mm-hmm. Her mom, like, I did I did like the fact that it was, like, a mother-daughter. Yeah, that, I'm, that was I was really, cool. really happy about that. Yeah. Cause Finally. Because I do, like, actually, as I'm starting to, like, begrudgingly get to know these characters more, I really like <laughs> Molly a lot. Yeah, me too. Um, I think she's actually, you know, she's probably not the most stable, like, family situation Mm-mm. that she could provide for her kids, but she's doing her best. Yeah, like, she's a loving mom. She's a loving mom. She's she an interesting character. She bonds with, the, the bonding moment she has, she gives this monologue with Jack oh, with in the this episode. Oh, let's get to that. I thought, okay, yeah. That was, mm. That was really good. Okay, you know what bothers me, though, is they establish in the first scene where the girl walks in and she's being weird, mm-hmm. um, they're like, oh, we, I have a cell phone, like, have your mom call me, like, so, okay, we should also back up. Mm-hmm. Um, the mom says that she hasn't seen her friend in, like, a bajillion years. She just disappeared one day. So when she sees the young girl, she's like, oh, my God, it's you. And then she's like, wait, that doesn't make sense. Right. And then the girl's like, oh, that's my mom. Like, I'm her daughter. And she's like, oh, okay, that's why you look exactly the fucking same. (laughs) And she's like, where's your mom? I want to talk to her. Like, you know, after all these years... And she's like, I have a cell phone, you can call her. Then, and then she's like, oh, it's like, um, I have to go talk to her. Or whatever. Yeah, like, she's, she's, like, like, she's at work. She's at work. Bye. blows her off. And yeah. Molly's freaking out. Yeah. And then when they go to the museum, they, they track down like what museum, because the girl off, offhandly mentions a museum. Yeah. Molly busts out a pager. Where's the cell phone, Molly? <laughs> what the fuck? That's Why'd what you I lie? That's I want to know. Yeah. Why'd you lie? You just said you had a cell phone. Bitch. Oh, and then she's like asking for the phone. And then the of course, <laughs> the museum director or whatever, he's like, oh, she's so wise behind, beyond her years. Can we talk about that British accent? Oh, is he doing a British accent? <laughs> he's trying to do a British accent. Oh. He was trying to do that usual. He was, he was doing that weird fancy man accent. What was the, who's the was professor like, in Buffy? <laughs> Oh, Giles. Giles is, uh, like, Giles is actually British. He's actually British, but it was like he was doing a he really was doing bad a job. Like, oh my god. Like, yeah, yeah. She's so wise and she knows so much about old it- ancient artifacts. <laughs> and you're just like, uh, come on, dude. All right. Hamming it up a little Was bit. it like a transatlantic accent or something? Honestly, I don't remember it. I was just like, yeah, we get it. You're the you're the museum. It was just like guy. almost offensively bumbly British, but maybe <laughs> I'm just like... Like, okay, we need you to be a professor type. Yeah. No, tone up the British. Yeah, tone up the British. Tone it down a little it's bit. the only way Overact. you add. Yeah. Got it. 
You're there. Gonna you nail, nail it. it, yeah. And he was like... And then non-credited. <laughs> non-credited. I couldn't find him on IMDb because I wanted to be like, this fucking guy yeah. is American as hell. What else has he done? He's... Maybe he took his right, uh, his acting credit off. Yeah, he's like, he's I don't... Oof. I'm sorry. Those were my early days <laughs> at 60 because <laughs> he was like 58 or something. But the one thing he mentions for exposition's sake is mm-hmm. like... She knows so much about these artifacts. She knows everything. It this was kind crazy. of like, come on, guys. Yeah. You're really spoon-feeding the plot to us yeah, here. She's almost like she's lived a thousand years. It's so weird. He <laughs> yeah. actually says, it was like she 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 knew what to look for. It's like she was there when it happened or yeah. something. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> yeah. come on. If you've watched the episode, you'll know. Jesus. <laughs> it's like... Also, the mom's like, I'm not going to let you wander off on your own. I'm like, just like every other fucking episode? Yeah, you just let her do her thing, because later on in the episode, she's looking for Fee. She's like, I don't know where she, she is. Knows. And she, Jack's she's like, like, real chill about it. She's like, it's fine. Let me tell you about my past, son. Jesus. We'll get to that. Uh, it was like... <laughs> also, the fucking professor gives Fee a soda. Bad chaperone. Yeah. Thanks for contributing to the obesity crisis. A lot of soda in this episode. Tons of soda. What does it mean? Um, also, uh, Clue mentions that he's like, sorry, I spilled soda on the carpet. Soda. How? Also, two grown boys in a hotel room. Yeah. Alone. And the mom's like, it's so messy. I'm like, I'm, you're lucky you didn't walk in on him jacking off. <laughs> yeah, like jacking off, doing some drugs. Yeah, who like knows? Drinking, hungover as fuck. They're like baby teens, right? They're like 15, 14. Yeah. Like, so Jack, Jack and Clue get their own hotel room in this episode. Mm-mm. And I'm just really curious about like, this, this show tends to, again, hint that if we could talk about drugs, Clue would be doing them. I know, like, right? Wonder, and, oh, and, sorry, I spilled soda on the carpet. I was so hot. Yeah, so, <laughs> also, Henry Winkler trying to promote diabetes. Hands down. You? We'll talk about Winkler. I have some, th- I have some Winkler Great. thoughts. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, well, I just wanted to touch on the fact that, like, Jack could have just had a bender the night before as oh, well. Oh, totally. Like, the he can act like it. He's he like gets hiding up, dishes uh, under the bed. Yeah, and he's like, oh, my head. He's like, oh, oh, one second, I'm, mom. I'm so groggy. So do you want to talk about the conversation they have? Uh, first, I want to talk about the facts that she sends it. The grandma. Oh, yeah. What was that? <laughs> she's, it was just great that, like, she just... It was... She's explaining facts to her grandma. She's trying to get her grandma to, like, fax over a photo of her mom and this and this girl. Yeah. And she's like, no, you press start, grandma. And oh it was... This is one of those, like... She must have really wanted that photo. She worked yeah, for it. Yeah, exactly. But it's like grandmas, am I right? <laughs> All this newfangled technology. Yeah, fax machine. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Uh, Times are changing. That's so funny. All right. Can that's, you imagine? That was I'd the only... like, you know what? It's not worth it. <laughs> yeah. You know, Grandma, just fucking... Just leave this Mr. Ansel. This is ridiculous. Like, I'm not going to do this. You got this. Can you imagine explaining to a grandparent, like, I don't know, how to take a selfie or how to tweet something? Oh, man. No, not worth it. Like, trying to talk to my mom about emojis... She sent an emoji by accident that was actually appropriate once. Oh, nice. Yeah, she sent a hard, hard eyes emoji when she was talking about uh, my like roommate's dogs. Loves. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. She liked my roommate's dogs, and she was like, I didn't mean to send that, but it like, works. Damn it, Mom. Yeah. I was going to applaud you. <laughs> exactly. She's you like, did it. I don't ever want to do this again. Oh, God. Um, anyway. so this Speaking this, of moms and hard eyes. Yeah. Speaking <laughs> Molly gives hard eyes to her son. Great segue. Um, when she sort of breaks down like the relationship she had with Rebecca, mm-hmm. and it's a yeah, it's pretty well written. Oh and my well god, acted. it made me so sad that she was. It was really beautiful that she was so vulnerable with her son. Yeah, and it just like. I was, like, so happy that show went there for some reason. Yeah, and also Jack, like, is totally understanding. They, yeah. like, make him, like, reassuring. And he, like, kind of cries a little bit. Yeah. When she's, like, I wrote it down. She's, like, 
what is it about me that I have to lose so many people? Mm. And I, like, started to tear up. And I was like, yeah, what is it about me? <laughs> yeah, like, come on. <laughs> like, she can't help but, like, blame herself. And she knows it's wrong. And she's like, I'm sorry. Yeah. And he, like, starts crying. Because, I mean, obviously she's talking about their father, her, um, his father, too. Yeah, that's the implication that, yeah. like, is yet another form of abandonment. And it's just like, oh, honey. I just she's wanted to, like, like a, hug her. Yeah, she has a rough <laughs> life. Like, I know, it sucks. I'm so sorry. Because it was just one of those things where, like, yeah, you don't have control in the situation. So, in a situation where something goes wrong, so you'd blame yourself for yeah. it, is the only thing. And you know the whole time that it's going to be some weird thing that, of course, she couldn't tell you that she's immortal, so you know it's not going to end well. Yeah, it's just going <laughs> to so be it's pretty just like, bad. Oh, it's even more heartbreaking. But they're really good friends. And it sucks, like, Rebecca clearly wants that relationship, yeah. too, but, like... Well, they set up in the very the very beginning scene, before you know, like, who she is or what's happening, that she's kind of like, I want to see her if she's in town. Yeah. And the girl's like, you can't go see her. Yeah, the parent. there's these parents, so they only show her parents twice. Yeah, you, like, barely see them. They're, like, Charlie Brown parents. They're basically Charlie Brown parents, but if Charlie Brown's parents were, like, thespians, because their accent <laughs> is very much, like, you will not yeah. see her ever again. Like, don't ever go see Molly. Uh-huh. Like, because yeah. when you live forever, you just turn into like a, a Shakespearean actor. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> pray tell what you did today, Rebecca. Like, mm. <laughs> um. Anyway, yeah, that's enough British accent. I for also me. <laughs> was wondering, is she like the biblical Rebecca? And also, what is the story of that Rebecca? The, is, oh, I'm getting Rebecca mixed up with Rachel. Oh, true. It's Rachel the, has her own book. Yeah, Rachel has her own book, and that's that's okay, the one that's quoted in Handmaid's Tale. Um, yeah, but the one note I had mm-hmm. was, uh, um, well, we can wait and pause it. Fran? No, can you keep going? Oh, okay. Well, the one note I had was, uh, like, it's just basically shit getting real with emotional abandonment issues. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, man, this like, is... Yeah, uh, laying it down. This is pretty crazy. Um... Yeah, I don't know. Well, yeah, I don't know. It, it, I, I know she's a woman in the Bible. There is Ooh, a BibleGateway.com. Okay, thank you, BibleGateway.com. Um, she married Isaac. That's not helpful. Oh, she was just one of his wives? I guess. One of the many, many wives of Isaac? Descendants of Noah. Okay, yeah. So is. Oh my yeah, god, so this is, is written so crazy. Um, oh, I guess it's just, like, Isaac and Rebecca is, like, a love story. Oh. Is, is... That's really sad, because remember when Rebecca was like, oh, I wish I could have that. I wish I could, like, get married and stuff. And I was yeah. like, oh. Maybe. Maybe she knew the... <laughs> <laughs> That'd be weird. Uh, are you... I... I don't okay. know. Anyway, um, <laughs> I also was curious about, um, you know, she says she... One year... For um, her is a hundred years for everyone else. What drew her to Molly? You know, like she has never made a friend before, and like I just was Offensive. so fascinated by like how this kind of happened because I could see Molly obviously needed someone. Yeah, and I could see why she would want to be friends with someone like Rebecca. I'm sure she gave great advice. Was like a good listener, and she like really wanted. To, she also really wanted a friend. Right. But, like I want to see like what happened. Like how did they meet? You know, like. I'm sure she was, like, so sheltered if her parents were like, we, no one can know you're immortal, you know? I mean... Just curious. If I were to rewrite this, mm-hmm. I would... Pro- and if this show was had bigger production values and Henry Winkler didn't want to just make a quick buck off of a Disney Channel show. And also increase diabetes in our children. Yeah. Fuck you, Winkler. This is why I was obese as a kid. <laughs> this, <laughs> is mean, this is why. This is why I watched this <laughs> no one show. For reason. Some bumbly British professor gave a kid a can of soda. And you were like, that looks good. That looks good. It sealed my fate. <laughs> City yeah, rocks. <laughs> broke the seal on the can, <laughs> closed the seal on my health. Um, Jesus. 
is I would have had it from Molly's perspective. I would have had flashbacks, yeah. like, showing them meeting, and then, like, intersperse that in between so that you get a sense of, like, you don't fully understand why Molly is so caught up on Rebecca, but, like, mm-hmm. as their relationship blossoms and then you, you see the abandonment in real time, you would cut through and then yeah. cut to the song, right? Yeah. Uh, you see the two... Well, because they kind of lead up the two abandonment scenes to get... They splice it together. Yes, they do, and which I thought was good. This oof. episode got really experimental. So we've had Angel and this mm-hmm. episode, I think, are my two favorites. Yeah, and those are the so two far. most, like, kind of... Yeah. Um, I do want to shit on the song at one point, but that's... Uh, that's different. Oh, also, they, they do bring up the dad died in a car accident. I know in the last episode we yes. talked about it, and I couldn't remember, but they actually said it this time. Yeah, so. yeah, so now the dad died know. in a car accident. The witch dad died in a car accident. Not magic cancer. Nope. <laughs> but maybe maybe car accidents are magic cancer. You never know. Also, I wrote, what a show-off with the Etruscan. i done the same thing. Five languages spoken <laughs> show-off. <laughs> Exclamation point. Yeah, so, so Rebecca goes into this <laughs> rant about how she's, I'm old and I, like, can't make friends, and then she speaks... Like, Japanese, German, Spanish, Etruscan, and then English. It was like... And then throws a pot. Yeah. It's just like one of those things where it's like your friend just got back from, I don't know, yeah, Romania really, or something. He goes back from... Uh, comes back from uh, <laughs> museum school with a fake <laughs> British accent. Yeah, exactly. Like, we like, get it. You went to England. Yeah. Ugh. You speak British now. Uh, you're Etruscan. Ugh. Yeah. Ooh. Which and is a dead also, language. And then also, it... Yeah. What she says. But it drove me fucking crazy. She's like telling this terrible story about how she had to leave her and she was following her career mm-hmm. and she knew that she had gotten married and she knew that her husband had died and all these times she wanted to reach out and she wanted to tell her so badly but here she is revealing everything to feet who That's just what I no thought. relationship with exactly. it was and just I like, was like fuck you go tell Molly <laughs> it's like come in little girl I'm gonna spill all the beans to you and I, like, not your fucking mother so much better if she had called like when the dad died or something why are you wasting your one opportunity on this bitch yeah he's like, just this one little girl who and Fee is so ready to be like she kept her promise like I'm not gonna tell and then I was like I wanted to I almost was like ah yeah you should totally tell, tell also your mom. it's kind of shitty so the setup at the end is Rebecca is like I'm gonna tell your mom today at five have her come to the house and it's like cool and then she's gone mm-hmm. piece of shit like you should have like it's your mom's friend you know how heartbreak you've already Wait, you like, know given. why she was gone right no the maybe. dad catches her Oh, maybe I missed Maybe that. that cut out. But, the, like, yeah, so oh, after the conversation with Fee, the girl, like, Rebecca closes the door, and then you hear her dad's voice, and he's like, what did you do? Or something like that. And she turns around, and then she looks kind of scared. That was cut out of my version. So my, that's why she didn't come, because her parents took her away. My totally legal version didn't <laughs> have that in there, whoever... Well, my totally legal, not mirrored version <laughs> had yeah, yeah. everything. Yeah, that's crazy. Okay, yeah, so that so makes more like, sense. it was, like, really that's tragic, true. actually, because... Okay, first of all, if your parents were home, why would you have this fucking revelation conversation? Yeah. And also, if you know this girl's a flight risk, take her with you. Why do we have to wait till 5 (laughs) o'clock? Molly has waited long enough. (laughs) The use of the term flight risk is is one of my favorites. So, yeah, I... Not a lot of comedy... No. To be mined out of this because I was actually a little touched was, by this episode, it was tough. <laughs> which I didn't expect. Although I wrote, "Parents are dumb" equals theme. I will. <laughs> the parents are dumb. Uh, her parents are taking them away. Molly's parents were shitty, and that's why they became friends. Right. Uh, and as long as like she couldn't reach out to Molly because she was an adult now. Well, she was an adult, and she knew that like you know they've probably been harassed before, right? Like, I don't know. I just feel like. 
Well, yeah, of course. I mean, she said she was almost burned at the stake, and that's why they've been, like, hiding Oh, ever since. okay, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, the parents are doing it out of, like, to protect her, which is yeah. sad. Yeah, it's reasonable, but sad. But it's like they just can't reach out. Oh, hurts my heart. Yeah, I thought for a second, I don't know, maybe Henry Winkler is, like, a secret immortal, <gasps> and he's, like, venting his pain out this way or he's like one of those tech billionaires who's like investing in young blood <laughs> just you trying know, to like blood trying to yeah like experiment on immortality it, have you heard it? he's he, looking for the sorcerer stone pretty much like it's like he's deep into that ray kurzweil stuff like william shatner as do you know ray kurzweil no <gasps> ray kurzweil listeners will know this uh Maybe. ray kurzweil is this fucking crazy billionaire dude he invent he he created the term this he couldn't create it but he coined the term the singularity which mm-hmm. is like the point at which you know we start augmenting our bodies like cybernetics and like yeah, technology yeah. and mm-hmm. biology sort of mesh mm-hmm. and he and he signals that he's like super optimistic about like technology is like going to change everything we're going to defeat uh we're so going to like cure all disease yeah he's just never read science fiction yeah. but he's like and he, he there's a documentary on him called transcendent man highly recommend you uh, watch it because it's crazy. But his big shtick now, he, he's he's employed at Google's gerontology labs. Mm-hmm. His whole point is like, I'm going to erase death. I'm going to cure death. Uh, and so yeah. what he wants to do is his dad died. And he's ex- like gathered all known information about his father into this warehouse in this bunker. And he's going to upload it into an AI and like recreate his father. That's- and be like, I want to do that. And I'm going to do that myself. Death is awful. It shouldn't happen. Like he's real. And this guy's a billionaire. This is a Black Google, Mirror episode. This is not real life. Google funds this man and like sees his vision for the future of aging and his the future of like uh, biology and technology and they're like, yeah, sure. We'll throw more money at you. That's fucking weird. He's fucking crazy. And like he predicted he it's did. It's so sad too. Like his dad died. Yeah. And it's traumatic. Of course he wants to like bring him back. Yeah. But also like Dude. Should you? No. You shouldn't. There's also a Buffy episode about this. I think because, it's a terrible... Well, I don't want to ruin anything, but they try to bring back some of them. Okay, whoa. Don't ruin, don't, ruin, don't ruin it. I won't tell you who it is. I'll probably watch it. But then there's this there's this moment where they're like, if we bring this person back, are they going to be the same? Exactly. Or like... No. And is it going to like... I mean, it is kind of like the natural order and, and it was so sad, but it was also like they knew it was the right thing to do. Yes. But well, it was like more sci-fi than this guy. That's that's a common theme in a lot of these like immortality shows too. And even like the Lazarus Pit in Batman. But I also feel like that's supposed to make us feel better because we can't. There's no option to. Well. So I wonder if that sort of narrative would be different if like we actually did have the option. If we did have the option, but like what what would that do for like boredom? Like that's that's what a lot of vampire narratives mm-hmm. t- talk about too. Like Okay, you can do this thing and it is now great, what? but now what? Yeah. Like Anne Rice actually handles that. Would also well. like. Not to plug Anne Rice, but um, she is a really problematic. But Queen of the Damned was my favorite film. <laughs> oh, okay. We're gonna talk about that. <laughs> so, like, um, it's my favorite bad film. Shut up. Okay. You know. Well, you know, but I I liked the Vampire Lestat a lot. That was a good. But anyway, but these whole narratives around immortality kind uh-huh. of point to that of just like, will that person be the same? Lazarus Pitt, yeah, Batman. Totally. Um, uh, I'm thinking. Oh, there's another one where people go crazy. Well, what about back. like overpopulation? Well, that's my thing. Is like ecologically speaking, erasing death is a fucking disaster. Yeah, and so that's why me like we don't have enough resources as it is, right? Yeah, you you're but you're. But it's easy to say that when it's not someone. Like if you had the choice, I wouldn't personally. I wouldn't bring someone back. I wouldn't bring them back, but if I could prevent them from dying, if I could 
prevent them from Which dying. Is a different question. But then that introduces like suffering, right? Yeah. Because totally. here's the thing, like long, that's that's something that's happening now. Like we're living longer, but end of life is actually really bad. Mm. Like I we're not we're not surviving well, or like end of life suffering is pretty terrible. So we haven't really solved that problem, and but I don't think keeping someone alive why in that state is really. Is like, a sexy option because you stay young forever do you not 13 because yeah. that's too young and gross or you can do like the what we do in the shadows where he turns a 96 year old woman into a vampire <laughs> and she's yeah crying. fuck you if someone yeah. did that to me i'd be so mad <laughs> i'd be great i mean but that's the love of my life they do that with um uh anne Pre- rice does it yeah preacher does that as well and it's like heartbreaking because can you imagine too like she's like pre-pubescent yeah she's like a, fuck that noise she's just there She's like, I want to do it. I'm ready. <laughs> Talking oh. about sex. And everyone's yeah. like, no, gross. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm not going to do that. Like, One, gross. you're going to bite me. Two, Two ugh. Uh, you're a kid. Yeah. Actually, you know, let's flop those. One, you're a kid. Yeah, Two, you're going to bite me. Let's, let's, well, let's you know, those. your personal safety is probably going to come first. Me. <laughs> the other thing. <laughs> the police coming over is not a personal <laughs> safety. Uh, um, yeah, I mean, there's the Paul, the Paul Rudds of the world and, like, people you meet who just, mm. like, don't. Don't age. Ever. Patrick Stewart. He's kind of aging now. Kind of. I guess. But look at Patrick Stewart in the 70s. Look at him in the 90s. Look at him 30 years later. Is it, like, so, like, Rebecca's deal where she slows her aging process down. It's just slower. Like, yeah, it's just slower. Like, they're not... They will die. Also, I like... Um, in the the line of the song where she says 13 going on 40, I put sequel? <laughs> yeah, I exactly. 13 going on 30. <laughs> <laughs> 13 going on 40. Like, she, Not again. Like, um, what's her name? Jennifer Garner? No. Not Jennifer Garner. It's uh, Jamie Lee Curtis? No, no it's not Jamie Lee Freaky Curtis. Friday. Fuck you. I think it is Jennifer Garner. Uh, it's the chick from that. Alias. Je- it, that's Jennifer... Garner. Great. Mark Ruffalo is definitely in it. Anyway, so they have kids. Uh huh. And their son, what? It's a boy now. I've never he seen turn, this movie. He goes, he does Ruffalo. 13 going on 40. <gasps> and he's what? Dealing with hyper, I, who knows? like high blood pressure? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, like, I can't wait to be 40. It's and it's like, great. careful what you wish for. Because yeah. every 13 year old wants Ooh, to be 40. Ooh, we got three eggs this morning. It's high cholesterol, my <laughs> friend. <laughs> Where's your 401k? Give it. The other thing I really wanted to know about the song, so so Molly well, does this like this five minute song at the end of the episode. It's a full fucking song. Um, I wrote, wow, a full song, huh? Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Mine are the lyrics. Well, I'll let you finish your thought. Well, I was just gonna say, do you think she wrote this for this for the episode because she is like a real musician? Yes, I do. And yeah. I just thought that was very interesting because like. There was a lot in this song to pick apart. I think that was the case because the lyrics are dog shit. Because the lyrics are... <laughs> the lyrics How are, dare you? This is my new favorite song. I'm going to play it every time I watch Queen of the, the Damned. She outlines the plot. And the melody is pretty much just there as a vehicle for just like, We it met really when fit. I was 13. You lived in a white house. <laughs> like, you know, we painted toenails yeah, together. Yeah, it's like a little and like, weird. It was just like constant. My just life sort is like, of like a turnstile. I was like, oof. She gets a little poetic. That kind of hurt my heart. But most of it was just a lot of detail about shit they did. Yeah, yeah. Another beginning without any end, I wrote, uh, just like this episode. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it was a good episode. It was sad. It was sad. I I also, under that, wrote, fucking sad. (laughs) I feel like, yeah, I feel like we... 
I, I, fi- I liked... I want more Molly episodes. Yeah. I want more, like... Molly and Jack... Molly and Jack moments. Like, moments are so good. She's too young to, like... She gets it. She's, she's empathetic. so Disney Channel. Everything yeah. she does is like, well, I wonder what's going to happen next. It's yeah. like she's talking to the camera. Yeah, and she's sarcastic about shit. It's like shit. weird Saved by the Bell, like, tones. And yeah. I'm like, uh, uh, okay. I hope, I hope they change her up a little bit. Well, I, I like the idea of a writer's room trying to, like, rebrand we'll Fiona. See. Yeah. I know what happens because I've seen this show. Oh, God. <laughs> Fucking nerd. <laughs> Ugh. Whatever. Yeah. Well, just wait till we do our... Buffy cast? Can't wait. Uh, oh. Her Phantomorphs? <laughs> yeah, we'll do Phantomorphs. I'm Guys, down to watch Phantomorphs. get ready for Phantomorphs episode yeah, two. Phantomorphs gonna happen. Don't want to spoil it, but it's gonna be incredible. It's gonna be great. We're gonna talk about Tobias and Cassie. You're gonna turn into Axel. a really excited listener, and you're never gonna come back. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna get caught by this. It's gonna be good. Uh, oh, uh, and Fran, of course. Like, yeah, thanks, Narf. Doing your thing. Yeah, doing good your job. thing. Uh, thanks for helping us out with this episode. Thanks for Although, being silent, which is my number one request from you. Yeah, really Never silent. Speak. Silent, silent mouth, judgy eyes though. Yeah, um, you tone down the eyes. You know what? Yeah. Close your fucking eyes, Narf. Yeah, if Close you them. if you can. We passed each other in the hallway yesterday, and just look down. I could just tell. I no eye contact. Look, you know. I know I was wearing a weird shirt. But yeah, you don't need to call attention to we it. Don't okay? need to call attention to it. Yeah, it's it was it was a good shirt. It had a piece of bread on it and some jam <laughs> and cars, really and it was called anymore? Traffic Jam. <laughs> Get the fuck <laughs> it was out! a Traffic Jam shirt. That's a red bubble genius idea. Yeah, that was is a Uni T shirt oh, that okay. I used to have. Yeah, it was That's one of those. A real one? So it was a good shirt, Fran. It yeah. was really funny, and you should have shut up your judging eyes. Yeah, stop judging that shit. But thank you for editing everything. Yeah, we appreciate uh, you. We really appreciate you scheduling everything. You're a beautiful flower. You're timeless, like Rebecca. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thanks yeah. for scripting this episode and making it feel natural. Mm-hmm. Uh, going going over that. Always appreciate that. Yeah, for the acting lessons. Also, um, you know, stay weird, kids. Yeah. And Eric Von Detten, get at us. Get on our podcast. Seriously. You're listening already. <laughs> we know you're out there. We know you're out there. I can hear you breathing on the other end of this <laughs> microphone. So. Stop being such a creep. Come on in. Yeah. All right. Thanks, well, guys. thanks so much. Bye. <laughs> See ya. <laughs>